If you've been wishing, hoping, and dreaming about taking your business from six figures to multi-six figures or multi-six figures to seven figures, then I want to make sure you get our new free guide, the multi-six and seven-figure scaling roadmap. Inside the guide, I pull back the curtains and I shared all the strategies that I used and they can help you too. First, they can help you triple your monthly sales. I shared proven strategies with you that led to a 3x increase in my monthly sales. Second, I show you exactly how to crush your limiting beliefs. Say goodbye to doubts like, you can't charge that much and there aren't enough ideal clients for you too. Third, how to only work with ideal clients. I show you how to become the go-to expert and attract only the perfect clients and referrals. And finally, I show you how to quantum leap to $20,000 plus every single month. I show you exactly how to take a quantum leap from $8,000 per month, for example, to $20,000 a month. You can absolutely break through your upper limit barrier and enjoy five and six figure months every single month. Make 2024 your dream come true year by downloading your free guide today. Just click the link in the show notes below. to double your sales now your resources to selling strategies tips and best practices to take your performance to the next level there's no reason you can't double your sales so let's get to it with your sales coach ursula menches Welcome to the Double Your Sales Now show, where you learn all the tips, mindset shifts, tools, and strategies to two times your sales in any niche. I'm your host, Ursula Menches, and I can't wait to dive into today's show because we have the very cool, the very amazing Carl Allen with us today. And I know you're going to love him because we're going to talk about a different way of doubling your sales. So before we dive in, I just want to say hello to Carl and welcome to the show. Good afternoon. Great to be on. (laughs) Thanks for having me. I'm excited to have you. I know we're going to have an incredible conversation. So for our listeners all over the world, I just want to thank you for being with us today. I guarantee you're going to want to take some notes. So pull out that pen, that piece of paper, grab your coffee, grab your tea. Let's do this because Carl's going to share some strategies with us today that maybe you haven't thought about before. So before we dive into that, I have a another amazing sponsor who makes this show possible. So I just want to share that with you today. And and thank you to all of our sponsors. But did you know that the average business loses around 20% of its customers annually simply by failing to attend to customer relationships? In some industries, it's as high as 80%. Thanks to technology and our addiction to notifications and being busy, we spend less of our time creating quality relationships and more time collecting followers. The Expressory, our amazing sponsor, aims to change the way we build business relationships. They help business owners create customer loyalty by designing and executing unique personal customer experiences. The Expressory would like to offer the W Sales Now show listeners the opportunity to simplify their relationship management efforts. You'll receive a 30-minute design session to review your current customer experience. During this call, you'll create an easy to execute engagement plan. And as a bonus, the Expressway will send 10 of those follow-ups for you. That's $150 value. All you have to go to, go to bit.ly forward slash double now, mention the Double Your Sales Now podcast in the notes or email info at theexpressway.com to receive more information and they will take care of you. Visit theexpressway.com today. Thanks. Thank you so much to the Expressway. Now let me tell you about Carl Allen. 
Carl is an entrepreneur, investor, and corporate deal maker. He's worked on transactions worth over $50 billion, which includes over 250 acquisitions and sales, together with more than 100 capital fundraising projects. In a 24-year career, Carl has analyzed thousands of businesses, big and small, in 17, yes, 17 different countries and across nearly every business sector including technology, pharmaceuticals, transport and logistics, engineering, manufacturing, aerospace, consumer goods and services, business services, retail, professional services, finance, packaging and corporate clothing. You can see it's just about everything. Carl has a solid reputation as an investor and corporate deal maker, having worked for Bank of America, Hewlett Packard, Forrester and Gartner. He's advised some of the world's largest corporations on investments, acquisitions, disposals and restructuring. Carl has also assisted hundreds of business owners in raising both equity and debt finance. Carl walks the talk, having acquired and sold numerous businesses for himself. So you can see why I'm excited to have him here today. Carl, welcome. And I just want to start out, um, you know, we're curious, we're going to get into your background in sales and selling. Clearly, like, you know, you've had an incredible journey, but tell us a little bit about your story. How did you get where you are today? Interesting. So I learned my trade basically on Wall Street. So I'm 47 years old. I've been doing this now for just over 25 years. I graduated from uh, from university and I went to work for an investment bank. So I was buying and selling businesses, you know, in the hundreds of millions of dollars, the billions of dollars for large investment banks. When the dot-com bubble burst in 2000, 2001, I, I left. I went to Chicago Business School to get my MBA. Then I worked in, in private equity, which is uh, where, you know, big funds raise money and, and buy out private companies. And then I ended up at Hewlett Packard. So I was part of the mergers and acquisitions team and I was buying and selling businesses. So that took me up till about 10 years ago. It was 10 years ago in February. And my wife was 36 weeks pregnant with, uh, with our son Joshua, who's now 10. She'd gone for a checkup to the, the, the doctors the day before my, my trip to Russia to do a deal for HP. And the doctor said, yep, yeah, your husband's fine to travel. This little guy's not coming out. For at least another four weeks, he, he saved <laughs> Trump. So I flew to Russia, and two days later, I'm in a board meeting. I'm trying to close this this massive deal that we were doing in Russia, and my phone rang, and it was my wife, and she said, "Don't know how to tell you this. I'm in an ambulance. My waters have broke. You need to get back to the UK like as fast as you can." So literally, I'm in this meeting room, and all right. I had with me was my passport, my wallet, and my cell phone. So I literally, I ran out the door ran out into the street, hailed down this cab, took me to the airport, jumped on a plane, got back, police escort from the airport to the hospital. And I ran into the delivery room literally five minutes before my, my son came out. So I, I'm sat there with this little guy in my arms and I'm thinking, yeah, I, I need to find something else to do. You know, <laughs> the pregnancy and I almost missed the little guy kind of coming into the world. So So I left HP. And I decided to take some time off. I had a few weeks off. And then I decided that, uh, you know, all the skills that I'd learned in buying businesses, I could deploy that for myself and on, on my own balance sheet. So I started buying, growing, and then selling businesses. And I started to learn how to do that without having to invest my own capital. I'm still doing that. I'm, I'm buying two businesses right now. I'm going to LA in a couple of days to buy a media business. And, and I'm going to uh, Liverpool, which is a big city in the UK, close sure. to where I live, to, to buy another business tomorrow. And what I started to do over the last couple of years is is mostly from people asking me to coach them is I've developed some training. So I now teach and coach 
this process so people can uh, can model what I do. Oh, fantastic. Well, first of all, congratulations 10 years later on your son, Joshua. My husband and I, we have a four and a half year old, totally can re- relate. And he is exactly what brought us back to the Midwest because we were in the Los Angeles area for a long time. So it's good to be back. And we miss California. So say hello to California when you when you swing through. So thinking back, Carl, so here's what I'm wondering. So go back. I mean, obviously, like here's what translates through your energy. Obviously, you're, you know, you're very confident. But going back when you first got into the business of buying and selling businesses, I mean, that's a, a major undertaking and you just di- dived right into it. Did you have any limiting beliefs about sales or selling or did anything get in your way in the beginning? Yeah, so I, I didn't have any limiting beliefs on the actual acquisition of a business, even though it sounds a really complicated thing. It's not. It's very, very simple, and anybody with basic business knowledge, you know, can do it. But yeah. when I first bought, when I bought my first small business, it was a transportation company. This was back in two thousand and eight, and so I did the deal. Uh, you know, I was in the business the very first day. And I, I, I'm not an operator, so I had no clues about selling and marketing. I knew how to sell businesses and market businesses for sale, but sure. I didn't know how to sell products and services from a business to a, to a customer. So I had a lot of limiting beliefs, but I overcome those by, by really understanding one simple thing, one simple truth in selling that has underpinned everything that I do today. And this is, this is what it is. So what I figured out is that people people buy what they want, not what they need. And a lot of the businesses I see these days, like the business I'm going to see tomorrow, what's really interesting is they sell their products and services purely on the features. So they sell what the product is, what the product does, the size of it, how it works. Mm-hmm. They're not selling the benefits of what the product does. So it's, it's the old analogy of, you know, you don't buy, you, you know, people don't buy the airline ticket. They're really buying the destination. You know, you don't buy an airline ticket just so you can fly on a plane. You right. buy an airline ticket because you're getting to the other end, whether it's a holiday or it's a meeting or wherever you're going. So the key needle mover for me, Ursula, was, was benefit selling. You know, find out what your customers really want. You know, what's the deeper meaning of, of, of what they want? So, you know, people, people buy products and services to help them inside of their business. They're not particularly interested in what that product or service is. They're interested in having more productivity, having a better work-life balance, you know, making more money, you know, just having a completely better experience of being in that business. So what I found is, is providing when you're selling something, you're translating what you're selling into the benefits to the customer. So what does the customer really want? What are they going to get out of of buying and consuming your product or your service? Yeah, it's such a great reminder. We know that our listeners ultimately, well, they want to double their sales, but what they really want is peace and freedom in their lives. They want the money to be able to do what it is they want to do. And that's, it's such a great reminder. So Carl, looking back, like every, your business is different, but every business has its first double. So do you remember a time when, you know, maybe you, you bought your fourth business or you felt like all of a sudden, you know, like you had, you'd made it to a point where you knew you weren't going back. This was definitely going to work out. You're going to have more balance in your own life. Do you remember that moment? And what was that like for you? Yeah, it was. It was, it was pretty interesting, actually, because what, what I did when, when I first doubled, I actually tripled my sales rather than double my sales. And it was on my third business that I acquired. So I bought a, I bought a, I bought a software company about five or six months before. And we, we were getting some organic growth. So we were implementing the kind of benefit selling model. 
and all those things. But what was really interesting, what moved the needle is, is I figured out pretty quickly that I, I could rapidly scale the revenues in my business by buying another business that I could plug into it. Because one of the things I found as a business owner over all these years is, is that there's really three things that limit the growth of a business. You know, number one is having more customers. Number two is having other products and services, other offers that you can make to your customers. And then number three, as you scale, you need more people, you need better people. It's having that additional talent that you can put into your business to help you grow, help you scale. So if you own a business right now and you go and acquire a complementary business mm-hmm. that has kind of synergy and congruency with what you already do, then you do that deal. It takes about three months to, to buy a business start to finish and you can do it without spending your own money. And once you've done that, You've got those three things. You've got a whole stream of new customers from the business you just acquired. You've got new products and services from the business you just acquired. And you've got additional talent, additional people from that business you just acquired. So what you can do is you've got your existing business, call that business A. You just acquired another business, business B. If they're complementary in nature, so for me, I owned a software company. That was my business A. I bought an IT services company which was company B. So I could sell my software to all of the customers I just inherited. I could sell the IT services that I just inherited to all my existing customers. And then I had a whole slew of new people that came with that transaction to help me scale and grow that business even faster. Wow. That that makes a lot of sense. I know we're going to get it. I know people are wondering, well, how did he do that? He's going to tell you, everybody, hang on, we're going to get to that. And he has a great gift at the end to help you dive into it more. It makes sense. And we do miss that. I think, I think so many of us are as, you know, as entrepreneurs are in the, the mindset of working hard. I got to, I have to work harder and harder. And yet here you're talking about such a simple and fast and easiest way to double, triple, quadruple. I have so many questions, Carl. All right, we're going to stay on track. And then then I'm going to have you talk more about how you help people buy and grow businesses. What I'm curious about, you've worked with so many businesses, Carl. So thinking about all the businesses, either businesses you've acquired or, you know, clients that you've worked with. But when you look at the business climate today, and looking back, what are the top two strategies that you've either used in the past, or you think business owners miss completely in terms besides buying another business, but in terms of doubling their sales quickly? Sure. So one of the one of the things I see a lot, and you know, and I, I I've looked at thousands of businesses over the years to acquire, and what's really interesting, especially in in North America where you are right now, I will be in a few days. The market is kind of dominated a lot by baby boomers that are looking to retire. You know, according to the Wall Street Journal, 10,000 baby boomers are retiring every single day in the United States. And Forbes tell us that 19% of those, one nine, own a small business. And sadly, only one in 13 businesses in America actually sell today because you've got all these businesses for sale. And you've not got enough buyers that understand how the process works. But one of the common things I see across all businesses, not just baby boomer businesses, but businesses in general, is they they have little to no effective marketing. So whenever I talk to a business owner and I say to them, you know, so how do you generate sales? You know, how do you win business? And they say, well... You know, we don't, we don't do any, we don't have to do any marketing. <laughs> right. And they have a positive thing. They say, hey, you know, it's just word of mouth and, and repeat customers. Now, I love it when people say that 
because I know as soon as I buy that business, yeah, I'm going to get that repeat customer base and I'm going to get that kind of word of mouth referral marketing. But once I put some energy and some marketing and some systems into that business, then we're going to scale like crazy. And what I see today, especially with with the older generation, is they're not really leveraging things like social media, they're not taking best advantage of, of the internet. And, and what I re- what really kind of frustrates me with a lot of these business owners is they don't know their customer well enough. You know, a customer comes in, they buy something and that's it. It's a one transaction. They're not buying three, four, five times a year. They're not ascending them to other products and services that you have. So, so for me, the three big tips I would give anybody selling anything in the world today, you know, is number one, you know, really leverage a lot of the new marketing platforms that are available, you know, whether it's Facebook, whether it's LinkedIn, whether it's Google ads, you know, whatever it is, mm-hmm. you know, that's where a lot of consumers are searching for things to buy. The second thing is, you know, really know your customer, you, you, you know, get them as soon as you can get them into a database, you know, find out, you know, what's their demographic, you know, how old they are, where do they live, you know, where do they hang out? But then more importantly, you know, what's their customer psychographic? You know, what are the benefits that they're looking for in your products or services? You know, what frustrations do they have in their life or in their business that your product could potentially solve? And then vice versa, you know, what's what goals and aspirations do they have that your products and services, you know, can help them get along that journey? So understanding all that is really, really important. And the third point is, you know, don't ever own a business that just has a one product, one time sale, you know, you, you want to have a business that's got repeat sales. And you know, if you if, if you need to, you know, build it's what I call an ascension marketing model. So if, if, if let's say you have a product that's $2,000, and somebody buys that, then that customer is now a lead for your next product, whether it could be a $10,000 product or a $100,000 product. So building that ascension, uh, that ascension marketing funnel, you know, is really, really important because if, if you win a customer who, who buys something for you for $2,000 and let's say it's cost you $500 to acquire that customer in whatever marketing system that you've adopted. So you've made $1,500 profit on that first transaction. If right. you were set that customer next to a $10,000 product, your customer acquisition cost is zero. And the true masters of this in the market are McDonald's. So if you go into McDonald's and, you know, I, I don't particularly eat there, but my children do, mm-hmm. you know, you go into McDonald's, you walk up to the counter and you say, you know, I want a, a Big Mac and fries and, you know, the whole meal thing. And, you know, what, what do they ask you? You know, do you want to go large or right. I think in a you want to supersize. supersize it. So what's interesting is if you buy a standard meal in McDonald's, McDonald's is making about a 19% profit margin on that initial sale. When they upsell you that extra 50 cents to go large, that's at a 95% profit margin. So ascending them up to something that's got a higher value is very, very important. Makes so much sense. I know that I know our listeners are taking notes right now. This is going to be one of those shows they listen to again. So yeah, I mean, you're right. There's we're not leveraging all the new marketing platforms that are out there. We might not know the customer the way we need to. And how are we getting that repeat business? I love the idea of the Ascension model. 
fantastic tips on on just really expanding and growing the business. And so here we go. Like everyone's waiting for this, Carl. We know you're an expert in buying and growing businesses. The, you know, at Sales Camp, one of our signature courses, one of the things we talk about, what's the fastest and easiest way to double your sales? Well, certainly buying a complimentary business would be there. But one of the things you hit on, which is so true, is that I think most people say, well, I couldn't buy a business. I don't have the capital. I don't have the fill in the blank. So many limiting beliefs around there. So I'm going to toss it back to you. Tell us, like, how do we do that? What are your tips and strategies there? Yeah, so it would take me a good two hours to kind of... <laughs> sure, high level. The entire process. But the good news is, so I'll give you the high level limit, but the good news is, because I, I, I've done a few podcasts in the last couple of weeks, you know, a lot of people ask me, you know, how do you do what you do? Will you show me? C- you know, can you give our people a, a, a taste of how this works? So I've actually put together a 90-minute masterclass webinar. And we, you know, we can share the link in the show notes or, or a little bit later. But essentially... You know, buying a business is a 10-step process. So it's absolutely possible and it's actually very, very simple to buy it without using your own capital. So so here's the deal. Here's what you need to do. So the first thing you need to do when you're buying a business is you need to specify what type of business you want to buy. So if you're in the United States right now, there are 2.44 million businesses for sale today, right now. So you've got all these businesses for sale. So you can be quite choosy in the type of business that you want to buy. So going back to my other example, let's say you own a software company, then you want to buy either another software company or or something in a similar sector like IT services that you know your existing customers are going to want and you know that the business that you buy those customers are going to want the products and services that you already have. You know, if you own a chiropractor business, then why not go and buy more chiropractor businesses and consolidate it into a group? So there's lots of different reasons why, you know, why people buy businesses. Other reasons are people could be, you know, they, they could be a frustrated employee in a larger business. So they could be working for, say, IBM. They're traveling all over the country, missing their family. And, you know, they don't have any skin in the game. So, you know, all the money that they make is for their employer. You know, they're just taking home their their monthly paycheck. So a lot of people, you know, leave corporate America and they make the fatal mistake of actually starting a new business, which according to Michael Gerber, the author of the E-Myth, you have a a 96% failure rate. So over 10 years, 96% of startups fail and 50% of them fail in the first year alone. So it's a lot safer and easier to, you know, if you have a sector that you like, you're passionate about, and, you know, you can make make an impact in that sector, it's easier to go and buy an established business, you know, that someone's uh, bought for you. You know, if you wanted to buy a house, you know, you wouldn't go and find a piece of land and then dig a load of trenches and, and pour the concrete, build the walls, you know, do all that stuff. You know, you'd more likely go and buy a house that someone's built but doesn't want anymore. It's exactly the same. In, in buying a business. So once you've figured out, you know, why you want to buy a business and what type of business that's going to be, you know, what sector, what location, and then also, you know, whether you want to run the business yourself to be the owner manager or whether you want someone else to run that business for you. So you're like an owner investor. And that's, that's what I do. You know, I own 17 different businesses. I don't work in any of them because I just don't have the time. You know, I, I'm sat in the UK right now. I've got businesses in Australia, South Africa, Europe, Australia and New Zealand. So, you know, I, I couldn't be in any of my businesses all at the same time, you know, because there's only one of me. So sure. 
figuring out why you want to buy a business is the most important thing. Because then once you've done that, it's all about deal origination. It's all about getting opportunities. So you can go to brokers. You know, there's millions of businesses listed for sale through online brokers like bizbysell.com. You can leverage your own personal network. You know, you can do a lot of social media marketing. So I, I teach how to use like LinkedIn and Facebook and Google and YouTube to find deals, to find opportunities. Uh, you can go to events and meet small business owners there and strike up conversations. You, you can buy businesses from retiring baby boomers. You can buy smaller little subsidiaries of, of larger businesses. So, so deal origination is that's actually the most fun part. And it's, it's a lot like selling because what you do is, you know, you build a funnel, you're constantly putting opportunities into that funnel. And then over time, you're qualifying those deals down and then you're closing, you know, a small percentage of them. So it's a lot like selling in, a, in a professional sense. Then, you know, once you've found some deals you really like, you start to have conversations, you know, with the seller. It's all about building trust and rapport and credibility, you know, and positioning yourself as, as that safe, trusted pair of hands that can take the business owner. About 80% of the business owners that I meet, you know, they don't want to sell to a competitor that's likely going to rip the business apart, rebrand it, relocate it to the other side of the country and get rid of all the employees that have been loyal to the previous owner. You know, they want to sell to somebody that's going to safeguard the business, you know, maintain the legacy. Uh, you know, keep the employees on board to take the business to to the next level. So once you've had the meeting, you, you get the financials, and then you basically you need to value the deal and structure an offer, which sounds very very complicated. But literally, if, if if you can add up and multiply by three, it's like high school math. You know, it's not it's not that difficult. There's a there's sure. a tool that I give out as part of my free training to uh, to show you how to do that. So you make an offer, you might need to negotiate around it a little bit. And then what's interesting is is how these deals are structured. So most people believe that if you want to buy a million dollar business, you know, you need a million dollars of cash, you need to pony up on the day you take ownership. Completely not true. So what when when we do the types of deals that we do, then there's basically that there's two parts of the payment. There's, there's a payment that you pay to the seller on at closing. And the real estate market works in a similar way. So, so right. you pay right. a, a closing payment, which is the day that you take ownership of the business, and then you can make payments for the business in the future. That's called seller financing. And what you're doing is you're effectively paying the seller for the business using the business's future cash flow, the future profits. Right. And right. if you, you go to bizbysell.com right now, you say you're in the Midwest and you say, Hey, I want to buy a, I want to buy a marketing company in Chicago between one and two million dollars in revenues. And you type that into Biz by Sell and it'll give you all the listings. You click on one, they will say, you know, hey, 60% seller financing available, 90% seller financing available. So if you find a business that you can buy and it's 90% seller financing, if the seller wants a million dollars for the business, he's already told you you can pay him the nine hundred thousand dollars in the future, probably over 10, 15 years in some cases. You only need $100,000 to actually close the deal. So if you look at the assets that the business has and you look at its cash flows, you're able to get a business loan secured against those business assets for you to make that down payment. Got it. 
I just wrote, I, I just took all those notes. <laughs> I've had some interesting experiences. I had the opportunity to buy a tech company, actually a couple tech companies, and it wasn't the right time. And then we moved back to the Midwest. But I love the the idea of expanding our sales training business in that way. So you've, you've got me thinking, Carl, and I know our listeners are thinking. Any other things that you want to share with us there before we talk about your your offer or any other mistakes that you think people should avoid? Anything else? So, yeah, one of the mistakes that I see a lot is, you know, people get so amped up about doing deals. They, they, they try and buy businesses in sectors that they know absolutely nothing about. Mm, yeah. I was talking to an entrepreneur literally yesterday who he spent all of his time working in, you know, digital media. So inside of a marketing agency. And, you know, he was a bit bored and frustrated, you know, with, with his boss, the owner. And he wanted to go out and he wanted to buy his, his own business. And I said to him, so, you know, what type of business do you want to buy? He said, I want to buy a gun range. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Awesome. So, okay. So have you, have, any, have you got any experience in that sector? No. Have you got any experience with guns? No. So why do you want to buy a gun range? I said, why don't you go and buy a marketing agency? Because you know exactly how that marketing agency works. So number one, it's a lot easier for you to buy that business because you know how that business works. And then more importantly, once you've bought it, it's going to be a lot easier for you to operate it. So go and buy businesses in sectors that you know, that you understand, and that you're passionate about. So that's the biggest mistake that I see from anybody that actually wants to go and buy a business. They, they get so amped up on deals and making money. You know, it's not really about that. Yeah, you can make a lot of money buying and selling businesses, a lot of money. But that's not why you should do it. You, you should do it because you have an interest or a passion in that particular sector. Because if you have all that stuff and you follow the process correctly, as I, as I said, I'll, I'll give people my, my system and my formula as part of this call. If you follow those rules, you know, you will get deals done. You will enjoy your life, you know, as a business owner. You'll go from employee to employer. And then the cash flow and the wealth will come from that. But that's not why you should do it. You know, you should do it for the other reason. Such a great point. And, and I'm so glad you talked about that because I was going to ask about that, the importance of having some level of knowledge or, you know, a lot of knowledge and experience in that area is just going to be easier. So, Carl, let tell us, how do we get the free gift? I know you have this 90-minute class you want to share with our listeners. And then also, how do we connect with you? And also, to please tell us a little bit more about your coaching and how you work with your clients, if you would. Yeah. So I have a I have a 90-minute masterclass training, which hundreds and hundreds of people have watched. It's completely free. And they've gone off and they have done deals. So the link to that is ninjaacquisitions.com forward slash free. So if you go to that, you need to opt in so I can send the, the training links to that person's email. Anybody that wants to reach out to me personally, my email address is dealmaker at ninjaacquisitions.com uh, with any specific questions just from this uh, this podcast. And then what uh, what I typically find is the people that go through my, my complimentary training, you know, a lot of them go off and they do deals, but then others, you know, they, they want some more assistance. So they want to go a little bit deeper and, you know, they'll, they'll want to join, you know, one of my various coaching programs. So that, that's typically how it works. Okay. So best to do the course first and then see, figure yeah. out where they want to go next. So for all of our listeners, please check out ninjaacquisitions.com forward slash free. Again, ninjaacquisitions.com forward slash free. And or you can connect with Carl directly at dealmaker at ninjaacquisitions.com. So Carl, before we wrap up, 
final question. You know, sometimes we have listeners who are having, they're having their best day in business, their best year, things are rocking. We have other people who might be wondering what the heck they were thinking. And you named some of those statistics before in terms of how hard it can be to get a business off the ground or keep it going. What's your best advice for someone who's listening who might be having their most difficult day? Yeah, so there's a couple of things really. And, you know, we all have bad days. You know, that's just a, a fact of life. You, you know, we're, we're, we're 80% water and chemicals in our body. So, you know, one of the things that I would always recommend is if you're having a bad day, you know, you, you, you can change your state in a moment. You know, go for a walk, jump up and down, you know, listen to a crazy song that you love, and then, you know, show, show some gratitude. You know, write down the 10 things that you're most grateful for in, in your life, you know, your family, your friends, you know, your spirituality, you know, whatever it is, and write all those things down. Because psychologically, you can't be grateful and unhappy at the same time. Your brain can't deal with it. So just by going through that two, three, four-minute process um, can completely get you out of an unresourceful state and into a, you know, really positive state where you're grateful for everything you've got in your life and you're, you're amped up and you're primed you know, to take action and, and do whatever things you need to do today. For people out there that, uh, you know, want to start a new business, you know, our, our, my advice would be, you know, tread very carefully. The statistics don't lie. They're not my numbers. They're Michael Gerber's numbers. He's worked with hundreds and hundreds of thousands of small business owners over a 40, 50-year career. And, you know, my take on all that is it's much safer, quicker, cheaper and far less risky you know if you want to do something really amazing in the world go and buy an existing business that does something a little bit like that and then you can innovate your new product or service or whatever it is from within because if you do it that way around number one you've got cash flow from the existing business to sustain you whilst you're developing that new product or service number two you'll have employees inside of the business already that can help you Number three, you'll have customers in the business already that you can probably sell that product or service to once it's built and it's ready. And you'll have the premises and the equipment and all the infrastructure that you need, you know, to make it work. People that start brand new businesses, it's very, very difficult. It's what I call the no problem. You know, when you start a, when you create a startup, you have no employees, no cash, no credit, no customers, no employees, no equipment, no premises and no reputation. So, it's almost impossible in, in this market today to, you know, make that a, a, an ultimate success. It's so much easier. Just go and buy an existing business that's doing something similar and then innovate from within. That's the best advice I could give anybody. Beautiful. Brilliant. Carl Allen, thank you for being on our show today. We loved every second of it. We are certainly kindred spirits. Thank you, Ursula. Thanks for having me. Bye for now. And thanks, everyone, for listening. We love hearing from you. Please email me at Ursula, U-R-S-U-L-A, at salescoachnow.com if there's anything we can do for you. If you haven't been to my website yet for our free gift, go to salescoachnow.com, and you can get the Authentic Sales Formula, an entrepreneur's guide to serving more clients without being pushy or salesy. It's almost a $500 value. Spend an hour with me. It's a webinar. It'll be well worth your time. And also, I'd love to partner with you on your next event, conference, or sales training session. So you can go to UrsulaMinches.com. Last name is M-E-N-T-J-E-S to see all of our latest keynotes and trainings that are available. Thanks, everyone. We wish you an amazing day, month, and make this your most epic year yet. Thank you for listening to Double Your Sales Now. 
To get even more information to take your sales to the next level, visit us at salescoachnow.com. That's salescoachnow.com. Join us again next week to learn how to double your sales now.